With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Puff. Sip. Yo! Hi. Que pasa? What up, though? How y'all been? <laughs> she thought I was gonna say something else? Yeah, I was feeling like a salt and pepper moment. Nah, more like paprika. I'm pepper, you salt. Yeah. You paprika. <laughs> no, you paprika. <laughs> I am sea salt. Holla. Anyway. Hey people, we are spicy tonight. Oh, that is such a good joke. I should have been a freaking comedian. <laughs> Hilarious. We are uh, the Puff and Sip Show. I am Sip. No, we are not the Puff and Sip Show. We are Puff and Sip of the Puff and Sip Show. Oh, semantics. I am Puff. We are drowning in semantics. I am Sip. And I am Puff. We are bringing you... Puff. If you say puff one more time, I'm gonna start singing Puff the Magic Dragon. Live by the sea. You sung it anyway. I used to love that song. Mm, we don't want to hear it though. Okay. Y'all got any Puff the Magic Dragon fans out there? Holla at me. No. <laughs> My favorite song is a jingle from childhood. What jingle? Oh. When you're searching for something for your little girl or boy, oh, no. you're finding high prices and not finding toys. When you're sad and you're blue and you're tired of running around, Lionel Kitty City turns that phone upside down. Upside down, yeah. Y'all remember that Lionel Kitty City? Nobody remembers <laughs> that but you. I swear. Oh, I bet somebody else remember. Old school, hit me up. Old school don't remember the words. She do so remember Kitty City. I ain't talking about no. the words. I'm talking about the store. Of course they remember Kitty City. And they remember the words too. Nobody don't make me pull that joke up on YouTube. Man, please. Wow. Anyway, it anyway. is September the 7th. Is it? Okay. 2009. 9.36 <laughs> p.m. And we had. This been- is our early version. Yeah. We said we were going to do it earlier in the day. <laughs> we had high hopes, people. High hopes. We had high hopes of doing this at like what time? Maybe five like or five six. Five or six. No, but I was knee deep in chicken grease by then. Yeah, <laughs> ironing, ironing the chicken, sitting to my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I go to work tomorrow, <laughs> I'm gonna smell like wing dings are us <laughs> Puff was frying chicken she put her foot in it and for y'all that might not be familiar with that phrase it means she did a really excellent job of preparing the food she did not put her appendages in the food <laughs> so she thanks Holla. 
have fried fish. Well, we drinking some sangria. Mm. Somebody made some sangria yesterday. Yes, I did. Went to a little cookout and bought, you know, a little bit left home. I'm so mad. I wish he brought the whole thing back. Yo, it it's so. It tastes so much better today. Okay. You gotta go. Yes, I'll be back. Okay. All right. Puff has a, an important call. So we're going to keep her moving. Now, um, today is um, Labor Day, people. Yes, it is. It's Sunday evening. So happy Labor Day to you. You know, I'm not going to sing while she's gone because <laughs> I'm feeling the urge. I'm feeling very jingleish. Jingle it. Jingle it. Ah, remember that song? Anyway, very musical we are. Anyway, happy Labor Day. Hopefully y'all, you know, are have enjoyed your Labor Day festivities with hot dogs, you know, veggie burgers, turkey dogs, all of the sides, ribs, chicken, tater salads and such um to you know and, and topped off with a, a white peach sangria that is our drink of choice for the evening as puff was just mentioning um but whatever you did hopefully you enjoyed your extra day off now i know and puff reminded me of this that for some people for a lot of people you guys don't have labor day off right because we many of us working in fields where holidays can break in some of the biggest business days of the year whether you're a bartender shaking them up whether you you know parking cars valeting it up you know whatever you're doing waitressing working at Target um Walmart retail there's so many places medical fields obviously they never close thank god so um for those of you that did work on labor day hopefully you um earned extra income like time and a half at least um anyway moving on and puff is just going to catch up when she joins in so um we are on Facebook, as we have mentioned in previous podcasts. We are Puff and Space Sip at um, on Facebook. So that basically, you know, if you type in Puff and as one word and then put a space and then a sip, you will reach our page, add us as a friend. We prefer some type of picture. Um, whether you use a graphic or an actual picture of yourself is completely up to you, but it just looks more legitimate as a request. Um, but anyway, no spammers, but we have some recent, um, friends that we've added and we just want to say thank you so much. Um, so Facebook though, each of us, Puff and I also have a personal Facebook. So like a Facebook where, you know, we are our real selves with our real names and putting all of our, you know, biographical information, so to speak, and where we went to school and all of that and have family members that we're friends with and such. So very, very funny. Um, We are both addicted to Facebook. So addicted. So I'm, of course, on my iPhone, Puff on her trio. 
um, she's by the way in like serious countdown mode as it relates to um, getting her iPhone she's up for an upgrade in October which is her birthday month if y'all recall so she is so looking forward to getting an iPhone I love mine so we are both literally on our phones all the time on Facebook updating our status I spend more time on Puff and Sips Facebook updating our status as a as a Puff and Sip duo um, but it is a Addictive, addictive people to the point where we refer to Facebook as crack book. Oh my gosh, the crack book got us up in the middle of the night. Every time I go to the bathroom, got my Facebook looking at people's crazy ass pictures and what people look like 20 years later and it's just nuts running into I mean connecting with people who like I literally thought one chick I went to um, college with y'all I thought she died because you know how you have like a bad feeling about somebody and then you lose touch and then so all these bad thoughts start coming to mind like she was kind of messing around with drugs too much and she was kind of buck wild and not really stable and not real like so I thought she was dead y'all <laughs> I said called the number this was a couple years ago called the, the last number where I knew she lived because you know she lives in a different state and yo the number was disconnected my mom had her parents number some odd way that my mom was like I don't know when I went down there to visit her one year my mom wanted a number that you know I could reach her so she still had it all these years later had her parents number but I didn't have the balls to call be like um is she still alive <laughs> like how awkward is that I was just making sure like can can I talk to her or <laughs> very awkward anyway so decided not to to do that and literally just was like praying like I hope she's okay but having a really bad feeling that she like OD'd on you know in some sensational way like in a nightclub dance floor or something she's still alive and she friended me on Facebook <laughs> bizarre I know so that is just one of many examples and Puff I know has some as well she has reconnected with um, friends of hers from college and from high school and some of her nemesis from her earlier years are friending her and forgetting the past and forgiving you know ill wills of the past what have you but where is that child this is going to turn into a solo podcast in a second so anyway we are addicted to Facebook and just wanted to share it with y'all, uh, podcast villagers. Um, Bargain Queen shops strikes again, rather. Bargain Queen is 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 not me. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it right now. Um, it's not me. Um, it is Puffy Boo. It's my other half, my better half, at least as it relates to um, finding bargains, because I am not a bargain hunter. Okay, I just heard a weird noise. It was outside. It was weird. Puffy Bill, come back. I heard a weird noise and I didn't like it. Anyway, um, so Bargain Queen is 
one of Puff's um, terms of endearment, I guess. <laughs> Those that know her well, she's the type who will never, and I think we may have talked about this in a previous podcast, who will never take like the first offer or the first selection of anything. She'll look at something and then she'll put it back and then she'll comparison shop over and over again until she's got this dirt cheap deal. So we were last, uh, what day was that? Was it Saturday? I guess it was Saturday. It's a three day weekend. I'm a little thrown off. Forgive me. So it was Saturday. Puff and I and Junior King, of course, um, went out to do some quote unquote school shopping for Junior, for Junior King. So money was funny. You know, we still in a recession, at least according to my pocketbook. It is a recession. So we were looking for great deals. And I'll just leave it there. And found, oh my gosh, the greatest deal that I've ever seen. We literally got, and I mean nice looking stuff. Not cheap looking, quality, like okay, you know, nice stuff for a kid that's going to outgrow it in a year. Three and a half outfits for Junior King. For 17 motherfucking dollars. Yes, y'all. Not 7D. Not 7017. Decimal point zero zero. Well, some change. But anyway. Crazy. Nuts. We were stunned. And I was like, you know, I want to contribute. So Junior King needs sneakers. Because his foot has like doubled in size from last year. He's growing like a weed. Like kids do got two pairs of sneakers for 50 bucks like and, and puff won't let her junior king wear bobos so we ain't talking about no your know, bobos or I, you know i think bobos are cute anyway but i understand the whole boy thing and you know having a good shoe whatever so got him like a pair of adidas and, and a pair of reeboks for was it under 50 bucks was it 40 45 ridiculous crazy and he loves them so just great deal so excited um his first day of school is tomorrow and he is super super excited um he you know <laughs> he's he's going to a whole new school we talked about it i think in a few episodes ago we were talking about how he got into a really great great school um that's free of charge because it's a public school but it's like a special admission public school so he is going to um you know start you know he's got a whole new world you know up until this point he's been in a very um somewhat sheltered environment in terms of school um you know like an all african-american small learning environment which i think really helped him build his confidence give him a sense of self you know cultural awareness you know they definitely were in touch with their african heritage um and i think he stands a little prouder because of that so i think that that's been a good start for him but academically he really wasn't being challenged you know um but he's going to be oh is he he's going to be challenged now so we are uh, proud of him and just very 
grateful for the opportunity and he is excited well i'm back yeah sorry folks but you know mom's job is never done (laughs) that was the carpool people they are i mean it's good though they're so intense so serious conversation went a whole lot longer than i intended she was like yeah they was only late two times um, One because it was a bad accident oh, on the expressway. I am going to pause. <laughs> then it was another accident. She said, "But I had called the school, I hate doing this and they had already heard about it. And it was excuse over, so it didn't even go on their record." I was like, "Okay." So interesting. We'll so see. yeah, he starts. Junior King starts school tomorrow. Do you want to say sleeps. anything? Do you want to say anything just to backtrack about you being bargain queen? Because we talked about the seventeen dollar purchase, or I did. It was just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and the fifty was both sneakers came to fifty or forty five. Fifty. Yeah. Yep. Two nice pair of sneakers. Yes. And three outfits and the shirt. Yes. For seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars. And he is nice so stuff. Nice. That's what I'm saying. Like nice stuff. Like not no, no crazy. Picked over. No slightly imperfect. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> None of that. So. Yes. He got hooked up yes, he did. for a fraction of the cost. Yes. And so uh, he's excited. We're excited for him. Yep. Cool. All right. So we're going to keep her moving. Um, our Guilty Pleasure miniseries. Now, I, we, we uh, Puff and I watch very few things on, on television. We both comment frequently on the, the poor, lack of. <laughs> yeah, the poor quality of television shows these days. Yeah. Reminisce on days of like Cosby and Different World. Whatever. Yeah, it's like the TV be on, but don't nobody be watching it. Right. And even with cable, it just gives you more options of bullshit. Like, you want to watch this Cable bullshit stuff. is a whole lot better than converter box bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the bullshit straight. True. And I can mm. always settle and watch Food Network. Like, so... You know, I can always I mean, find I something. Just watch ESPN, and you can. Just I watch, watch the NBC Sports Channel a lot on there. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I go to, and then at night TMZ come on and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it's it's so okay. Just, TV just sucks all the way around, like yeah. you said. But we do have a few guilty pleasures. Oh, she makes me watch these <laughs> things, people. So we're gonna name one in the next five podcasts, starting with number five. We're gonna count down five things that we hate to love on television five things so sip hates the love on television pop and sip so um name number five dear because i've mm. been doing all this talking that i haven't been able to sip. sangria is good number five sips guilty pleasure is the show called cheaters now, don't psychoanalyze. If you me. look right there, there's your significant other. She has another female with her. She just grabbed her hand. What you are about to see, <laughs> we would have never thought we would see this. Your girlfriend <laughs> has another woman. In your bed. Oh my God! I can't believe this. They have retired to your bedroom. I can't take this. So all that time, she was telling you, she was at the barnyard, the (laughs) (laughs) taking care of the horses. That's the one that was on last night. (laughs) 
Yo, it's so funny. Dude be trying to talk. Shout out Serious as ever. Like, he's like, what he's doing is so important. It's like, you have got to be yo joking. And then the little surveillance team that they had. Yo, it, yo, yes, last night they had camouflage. Two nights ago. Well, I don't know what night it was. Oh. They had camouflage. <laughs> he was in the bushes. So he had leaves on his head. So he blended with the scenery. I'm like, she just done stepped up again. Like they in Iraq or something. But if he's crazy, remember the girl, remember the guy that act like he was like a cult and had people following him yes. and he was having sex with all the women there's nothing the wrong girlfriend slapped his face about five times it was just so disrespectful she was just smacking him like dumbass and i mean i'm sorry not to hit on the southern people but they spent a lot of time in the south mm-hmm. i told him man it's crazy i love cheaters now you know, I guess at some point we've all been cheated on. <laughs> <laughs> so has you know, everybody been cheated on? That's my assumption. Whether they know it or not, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I refuse to believe that I'm the only. Well, not only, but still, I think I won't say 100. percent I'll say <laughs> like 90 percent of the people. Chime in, people, if you've never been cheated on. And I would say you just didn't know you would be. I want to hear your life story so I can say, "Up, oh, you was cheated on right then." And I am rarely, um, what's the word? Wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rarely cynical when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like I'm more of an optimist, mm-hmm. but I honestly believe that most people who have been in, I mean, if you if you if you've only been in two relationships, I guess the probability is lower. But I think. From, if you've been in at least three or four relationships in your lifetime, oh yeah, you've been cheated on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. So uh, we love cheaters. We watch it whenever possible. Um, shout out and stay tuned next week or next podcast for our next uh, guilty pleasure number four. These are guilty pleasures. Sorry. Guilty pleasure. How much sangria uh, you got left? Uh, uh, uh. Y'all don't be peeping in my sangria. <laughs> Sipping it like Kool Aid and shit. <laughs> Roll call. Roll call. Let's keep it moving because you're you're tired and you got to go to bed. Um. Roll call. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something real raunchy. I ain't gonna say it. Um, roll call shout out to our newest what did you just go say no I won't say it now our newest listener Natalie let me Natalie <laughs> no you got not cookie monster accent Minnesota accent oh, oh no I'm what? sorry Natalie please continue to listen I'm sorry please continue to listen Natalie Oh my god. That's why our numbers go down and come up. Every time you imitate somebody's area how they supposed to sound. Yeah. The numbers go down oh. about sixty percent. Oh puff. Please listen, people. A puff. Ah yeah. I'm gonna go in and edit this one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> um, also want to shout out both gens, the white one and Jen, the black Jen, one. Jen. We got two gens. Jen and Jen. And Jen, the black one, we love the fact that you uh, gave us some feedback about Cloud Walker. Thank you very much. And Cloud Walker will be back. Yes, she will. And we're going to talk about feedback. We're going to share. I think it'll be a really interesting yeah. show. Has she read the feedback so far? Have mm-hmm. you sent it to her? Two of them I did. Okay. All right. Because yep. I think we've gotten about four. Yeah, she only saw two. So thank you so much. And if you haven't already, please forward us your feedback about Cloud Walker Comes Clean, episode nine. No. Eight. Special. Special edition number nine. Sorry. Yeah. Also, want to yeah, shout out yeah. Jeanette. She's another friend of ours on Facebook. Jeanette. And Fiona Zed is a friend Fiona. of ours on Facebook. The How are you? Named author. Fiona. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Listen to our podcast. Maybe you'll get some ideas for a book. Yes. And we will. Make our podcast into a book. Ooh. You could do shorts. You could do novels. You could do all sorts of things with these podcasts. Hey. And just give us a small cut. Yeah. Can you you in your next story be like, (laughs) I was chilling on my bed thinking about my boo. Listening to the Puff and Sip show. Oh my out. God, if I picked up a book and read cameo. that. Cameo. Is that called a cameo? When I don't know. It's called a shout out. <laughs> Shotty audio. And I was joking about the cut. We don't need no cut. Just shout us out. Shout us out and, you know, put our email address. Be like, oh, yeah, I was. Shit. Be like, yeah, I was on the computer before I was about to chat with Desiree. I went to puffandsip.com. <laughs> Well, first of all, the website would have to be created as someone was supposed Man, to do just this summer. Next. Next, I want to shout out. Keeping track what I'm supposed to do. Somebody need to. Isha and Ruthie, some old school people that we ain't shouted out in a minute for MySpace. Oh, yeah, Ruthie. Isha and Ruthie, Isha. what's up, y'all? Yeah. Give us a holler. Give us, mm-hmm. Let us know you're still listening. We got a group of old faithfuls. Old school. Old school. Chase old school Ryan. probably. Can I call you a uh, old faithful? What are you gonna say about old school? She probably went to prize. Oh she yeah, she's in the ATL. Yo, send me some stories, yo. <laughs> Not too many. Nape Cell Gal could never read. What's up, Chase? You we all over all over the place, and don't forget Jess. Cell Jess and Jessica Q Ross. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We don't have a what if from the last show. No? Are so you sure? We 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 uh, addressed it in the last show with Chase. We we answered it. Oh, oh, here we go. Okay, gay news flash. Thanks again to Genia Stevens. And yes, I have called her Genia, Janaya. It's Genia, Genia, Genia Stevens. Why is your face stuck like that? You okay? Yeah, it's my face. All right, I'm just checking. It was looking a little weird. All right, anyway, gay news flash is gay um, news in Harlem, y'all. Now that is New York City, Harlem, New right? York. It's actually a part of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a gay Pentecostal church, and it is. <laughs> How much ooey did you consume? And the website yeah. is. That's a lie. <laughs> the website is gaybygod.net. 
Mm-hmm. Now, the pastor was raised in the Pentecostal church, lived and breathed church, loved church growing up. And if you Google this website, it will come right up. You can listen to live streams of his messages, videos of his sermons, all of that. Very interesting. Um, and has always known from a young boy two things. That he loved the church and wanted to be a preacher. And that he loved men and wanted to be gay. Had nothing really to do with women. Those two facts he felt were the case for him from a small boy growing up. And of course he felt like this was a sin and it was all da 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 and now he's got this church where you know the doctrine of the church is that you know you are gay by God and that it's okay to be um, a homosexual and you should be proud of who you are and that should not separate you from God and from worship and from church so what's your without going into the topic I absolutely have none. You have one, you just don't want to talk about it. I have none. You're talking so low. Are you okay? I have none. Yeah, I'm alright. Alright, you look, you just, yeah, fountain. Ugh. Anyway, she's had a lot of sangria, y'all. Okay. did not. It's like a <laughs> sip. <laughs> alright, so, um, our topic for tonight is. <laughs> Homophobia. homophobia and we're going to talk about it from the up close and personal perspective and by that I mean we're not going to talk about it in theory and um, but we're going to talk about our personal experiences of it in terms of um, you know when we've experienced it whether it was a comment an act um, a remark a statement made either against us or someone who was gay um, so the definition is um, hostility or fear of gay people and of homosexuality, dislike of gay people in general, um, or it could also be defined as violence towards a gay person. So, would you add anything to that definition, babes? No, it's pretty good. Okay. So, a few stats um, that I want to share about homophobia. Um, back in 1973, happens to be the year I was born. What a fabulous year! Anyway, when people were asked, (laughs) general population people, I guess in the United States, were asked if if gay people should have equal rights, 54% of um, the people asked said yes. 54% in 1973. I think that's still really hot. I think people are still lying. Anyway, happens that just happened to know off the top of my head that in 1973 was the, was the year that homosexuality was removed from the DSM. Now the DSM is the that's the diagnostic statistical manual which is basically the bible of psychiatrists that lists all psychiatric diagnoses. So up until 1973 homosexuality was still considered a mental illness. <laughs> Which is really, really sad. You're crazy if you're gay. <laughs> yes, nuts. So, and then fast forward to 19, I'm sorry, to 2004. People were asked the same question, if gay people should have equal rights. 78% people said yes. So, the question that I have for you, dear, do you think that that's progress? Or do you think people are just being very politically correct? 
I say politically correct. I think so too. Because it ain't changed nothing. The numbers that high, and we still fighting for the same stuff. What's the point? I mean, I think things have improved a little bit. I mean, I mean you have some people not, who have not, some problem. states. Yeah, they have very few, but yeah, that you know allow for same gays to marry, and, yeah, to marry to share health benefits and all of that, and that's. But that's not the norm. It ain't the norm. And it's like, we pay taxes just like the next man. And we, you know, at the end of the day, money is green. Right. And Fiona Zed, interesting, pointed, um, she posted on her Facebook a video from Ireland. Very interesting. This guy was going around to all these different houses asking, can I marry Shanae? I marry Shanae and he was just going randomly and at first it looked as if he was asking for a woman's hand in marriage but by the time he got to like the eighth or ninth person who was like a random stranger like he would stop a person on a bike and say can I marry Shanae there's this little thing that comes up and says you know you know why does a gay person have to ask four million people (laughs) if you know like why is it even a vote Mm -hmm. issue it should be a civil right so I find that interesting um, And it's a very poignant video So anyway Moving on So our experiences With homophobia and how we respond So dear um, Again these are remarks Statements, judgments, things that were said In our presence or done in our presence As it relates to homophobia hom- Homophobia So on the home front What have you experienced If anything well, so, <laughs> I couldn't help it. Lacking oxygen to the brain. I know that's right. Snow ventilation. Um, I wouldn't say um, I've experienced any homophobia directly, like directed at me on the home front. Right. Not well, but, it could be towards you no, or towards no, anybody, guy. Can, can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've definitely heard, you know. Sorry. <laughs> Family members, you know, make little comments. That faggot. Yeah, that faggot. Dykes. Dykes. Yeah, and all that. I just, you know, kind of look. Don't say nothing. You don't say anything? Not on the home front, no. (laughs) You figure it is what it is. It is what it is. Now, Now, who has it been, who have those statements been made by? On the home front, um, I, the the faggot Jones is definitely my sister, and uh, I guess she she don't she she doesn't have much patience because uh, of her son because of the and the way she doesn't he, like the real feminine yeah the feminine right and she like it you know gay you know do your thing because um you know I came out to her but. And she wouldn't say a whole lot of derogatory stuff about lesbians. Uh-uh. Because, you know, lesbians hang out in that bar that she frequents. Yeah. It's one particular do. that's always buying her drinks. Oh, my. So, um, you know. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that part. You know, a little short, dark skin. Um, in fact, we came out the... She's gay, yes. Yeah, yeah sure you know what I'm talking is. about? Yes. Yeah, she always be in my sister's face, buying her drinks and all that kind of stuff. Wow. So, you know, she hasn't said anything derogatory about the lesbians. You're right, it's the flamey males that she, gay guys that she doesn't, right. she can't. 
quite stomach. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I just and I just see like, what does it have to do with you? Like, what's the big deal? But it, I, I, when I was googling this, it shakes up people's view, world view is what they call it. You know, is that people have this assumption in their minds about how people are supposed to act. Very, you know, elementary ideas. Women should act like this. There should be a range of things for women, for or, or, you know, a range of men in terms of personalities. This is how they should act. And if they go too far one way or the other, that's wrong. You know, you just need to expand your worldview of how people behave. Anyway, for me on the home front, um, I have experienced. Not direct comments because I'm not exa- I'm not really out with my family, although I know that they all know, <laughs> but we don't talk about it. So um, they are directed towards other people that we kind of mutually know, usually from church, <laughs> and it's usually guys. And the comments have been made primarily by my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, and by my sister-in-law, my brother's wife. <laughs> They are um, the two more homophobic relatives who are not even really my relatives. I mean, they're relatives by marriage. Um, <laughs> they ain't my blood. <laughs> right. Um, but my my brother-in-law's comments, I think, are particularly cruel and very intense and frequent. Mm. Um, and so I've always had red flags about why the hell he is so hate. Like why he has so much hate and passion towards gay people? Maybe he got his booty taken in college. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I mean, he had a flinger or something. Something. Some type of experience. Something. Some naughty thoughts. Something. <laughs> I think all of the above, or some at least some of the above for him. Absolutely. He got he man is, porn. Yes, he is not the most manliest man, and that doesn't mean that a manly man straight or gay but I'm just saying like you know the way that he goes after you know the slightest feminine trait that he sees in a man is crazy but then my my um, sister his wife has some somewhat dykey masculine traits if I can (laughs) be so bold as to say um she's not 100% straight I know she's not um she had a friend a girlfriend Named Harriet, who I just remember, she was a dyke, dyke, dyke. Oh, <laughs> I said her real name. Hi, Harriet. Is you is you listening? <laughs> Yo, she was hardcore, and she and my sister used to hang out a lot. Okay, I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it at that. So anyway, um, yeah. But when they say something. At first, I would not have said anything, but more recently, I kind of, I defend my position, but without coming out so strong. I'm like, oh, come on, like, you know, we need to just, like, dang, that's not cool, don't do that. You know, I try to be diplomatic about it and not say, that's wrong, take it back, and make it into an argument. So, let's go back to the school environments there, from middle school, high school, did you ever find yourself making homophobic remarks? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When? And uh, I would say more so in early high school. Oh, I used to have a full glass. <laughs> early high school, I would um, 
you know, say derogatory things. I'm gonna give this to you, and I'm, I'm gonna get a um glass okay. of Chardonnay. <laughs> and you talk. Um, yeah, you know, I will make derogatory comments about uh, homosexuals and particularly lesbians because, you know, because I was athletic and I played sports, that was always the uh, cloud over all of the. The, the female athletes that you just was automatically gay so to keep that stigma from off of myself I would definitely you know throw the jokes out you know strictly dickly uh, no lickety clickety you know all that bullshit and you know would, would, would really you know clown those that I knew that was either struggling with their sexuality or you know who had basically told me that they were gay or whatever but and I, and I think I did that and I think I know I did that to to take the focus off of you know my internal conflict because I, I would say around this time is when I started like you know questioning and you know raising my eyebrow about my curiosity so to speak and so the next best thing would be to bash and to you know <clears throat> speak against it but it was uh i guess somewhat of a weak defense mechanism for myself to you know get the focus off of me so i clown somebody else about it but that didn't last long that um you know whole homophobic thing in high school that didn't last long so all right i got a little more sangria folks <laughs> yeah she was salivating over mine so i gave slow it's really, really good. Yes, it is. So, um, for me in high school, I don't. I'm pretty sure I, I didn't make remarks about people being gay, but I was very clueless about gay people. <laughs> like to the point where, even if it was a feminine guy, I would still think, "Oh, he was just a little feminine." But I saw him with Betty, so he must be mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, like naive. Yeah. And I wasn't really aware of. Uh, of homosexuals like in my age range <laughs> until college so a little bit sheltered in that way for sure because now in retrospect i'm thinking okay she was total dyke he was <laughs> <laughs> he was so gay um, but um in the moment not at all um all right church <laughs> man the most homophobic place there is my experience with church and homosexuality has just always been the same. Hell, fire, and brimstone. You're going to hell. Now, is that really considered homophobic? Um, I mean, I, 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 in your opinion. Um, I, I think it, it could be a very thin line. Um, but I see the whole biblical aspect of it peel out into a homophobic because I mean yeah you you know Bible says what it says you have to take it for face value your interpretation or whatever um but I've seen it yeah you said what you need to say from the Bible perspective and all of that but at the end of the day I'm still the same person I'm still you know you know the person you're gonna come laugh with you can talk to and all that but then all of a sudden, you know, you find out that I'm gay, and now you you change it because it's like, 
oh my gosh, she's gonna like me. And so I mean, is so- it? Okay, so I'm cutting you off, but I'm just trying to be clear. So, like, to me, the best indicator of homophobia is somebody actually saying something or doing something that's very clear-cut to let you know that their feelings are, you know, that they feel a certain way. So, did you have that kind of experience, or was it more, like, subtle, behind-your-back stuff? No, no, more of, no subtle behind-your-back. No. (laughs) Okay. So... Well, with me in church, um, this is interesting because I I really, you know, I guess the more that I discovered my my sexuality, my homosexuality, um, the less I attended church, um, separated myself from church. And I guess in some ways go back and forth in terms of struggling with should I attend church, Um, you know questioning a lot of things about my beliefs I mean core beliefs are there I think but a lot of my um I guess some of the teachings I'm, I'm more open than I think I used to be in terms of um accepting and wanting to accept myself as I am so um that's a lot to say sorry <laughs> tangent but I think as it relates to homophobia in the church I haven't really experienced it I mean of course I heard the fire and brimstone stuff but at the time that I was most active in hearing it, I didn't identify myself as gay. You know, mm-hmm. but I saw the double standard all over the place. Like, if people say sin is sin, mm-hmm. but they point out certain sins as being super sins, <laughs> and everything else is kind of like, ah, it's okay, you know, you'll be alright. So, lots of double standards. Um, but, very interesting. Um, but, lot, not at all Puff's experience. Um, so let's move on to the last category of work, dear. Um, homophobia in the workplace. Yeah. Um, I would honestly say up until very recently, the job I'm, I'm at now, um, I really didn't experience any real homophobe. What about in previous places you've worked? Um... Yeah, well, the previous place, yeah, I don't even know if it was a homophobic, nah. It was religious-based. It was religious-based, but actually they came to me, wanted me to do this, uh... Like mentoring? Mentoring of, you know, people that were struggling with their homosexuality in the church as I was taking you to work every day yeah you know like <laughs> you know hold these seminars and you know attacking from the biblical aspect and I'm just like excuse me <laughs> you want me to do what you know boss came at me you know I know your struggles and this that and the other you know I just figured you know, I got some, some people in my church and I don't understand it. So I'm coming to you. Can you talk to these people? I know she directed a couple of students to the me. Students, I remember. And, uh, you know, I can't so how did them. you know about you and your struggles? I, I mean, I guess it was it was it was obvious. I guess because she uh, actually questioned me about you. Right, I remember. And I was like, oh, and back then, oh, it was real. That was real in the closet. I was like. She was like, because, you know, the, the, the young lady that I think you had the other car. Yeah. Draw that black. I was like, 
Oh no, we just friends. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Taking mean, you to work nah, every morning. Look, I'm looking like nah. You know, trying to get that dumb look. Like, what you talking about? But uh, so back to the workplace. My current workplace. You know, everything. You know, everything was cool till this year. Um, one of the my coworkers is real. Like just see all kinds of off the wall stuff and have been since we've been back. Like we was at did one she, of let me did she say stuff like that last year? No. Oh no. no. Is she, she never, married? No. Boyfriend? No. Mm-hmm. Um nah she never <laughs> She never she never said nothing. You know what? Maybe once. Yes she did because it threw me off. Well once again in my head somewhere, I just assume did everybody know and all of that? Right, but at, at, at your job. At but, my but job. Cloud Walker made it clear, clear that it's not as obvious as I think it is. Most so. people probably assume you're straight. At yeah, your job. and I just don't get it. But Which is a good thing. I, I mean, mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was in the last year, because she wasn't there the whole year, she came at the tail end of the year. Okay. And she did make a comment about lesbians. And it was kind of, you know, real quick. Kind of. Did I hear that? Did huh. I not hear that? So it's anti-lesbian, not anti-gay. No. Oh, it's, it's anti-gay. Uh. But, um, so, fast forward and, you know, we we just getting back to work. Everybody happy to see each other. And just, you know, be out of nowhere. We was talking about a ski trip, and she was. We was like, you know, a ski trip. You know, four people in the room. Ain't nobody's getting in the bed together, and they, you know, the crazy part about it: all the people that she cool with and that she hang around with, <laughs> except one. One is legitimately straight. It's not Cloudwalker, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, one is legitimately straight. Everybody else either identifies bisexual or, or straight. Th- Lesbian, gay, whatever you want to call it, and it's like you throwing out all these, you know, homosexual slurs, wow. and you have yourself in the midst. So we was like, she's gay. She was saying all kinds of reckless I think, stuff. I so think she's gay. Like, you know, you know, of course the famous little line, strictly dickly, and ew, I ain't, I don't get down like that, and I ain't, I won't be around people that get down like that. So we all come together. We like we about to do an intervention and be like, "Yo, you don't even know who's in your surroundings." So one of the people, one of the you know, one of my coworkers kind of was like, I guess testing to see where her head was at, right? And she was like, "Yo, you need to stop saying the stuff that you say because uh-huh. you don't know who's around you or whatever, right?" So she was like, "Whatever, whatever. I I don't get down like that." She was like, "Well, what if I told you I was gay?" She was like. Well, like basically, like she ain't being friends with nobody. I'm like, you about to be squadless because <laughs> it's, wow. it's it's real interesting. So what are you gonna do? Um, I t- I told the group for the good of the group and everybody involved. I'm gonna tell y'all, she just has one more time, um, and we gonna put it down on the table for what it is. And my thing is, wow. I mean, we cool and all that. If you walk away from me because of <laughs> who I love and who I sleep with, you wasn't shit from the get go, right? So you know, but step to have, on. 
to harbor such but strong, strong yeah, anti. Like, it's not towards you at all. Right. I'm not di- being disrespectful. None of us are, for that matter. Right. And for you to feel so strongly, like, and like some of us, you've been friends with years, and you like yo just turn. Yeah, you, you something wrong. Is she tight with Firecracker? Not really. Well, because she, she just came back to. I mean, started to was starting to because because okay. of the whole little wow. group connection. But you know, it's it's real interesting. But I'm like. I'm like, it wouldn't be no sweat off my bra. That's your loss. Oh, my gosh. So amazing. And just the fact that not only is she making those comments, but that she is surrounding herself. Uh, and it, She's it's attracted like, to people who are obviously. It's crazy. And it's like, <laughs> we be, and like we said, I mean, we, you know, when we're at work, of course, when we're all together, we say little reckless stuff amongst ourselves or whatever. Right, amongst amongst the gays. Yeah, amongst the gays, gays you know, we be saying little different things. But like, let's be, let's be for real. You are what you are. You who you you who you are. Whatever. That was a real tongue twister. <laughs> and, you are who you are. Yes, and eventually, no matter how much suppressing you do, little stuff slip out. Like, right. Oh yeah. So throughout the day, like. We'll forget and something will pop out like we be on TMZ.com and killer be like, yo, look at that fat ass and uh-huh. you know you know, we kinda catch it. <laughs> That's and keep firecracker. <laughs> and just um you know, keep it moving. But it's like you're right, you surround yourself with nothing wow. but so That's gonna slap her in the face. But then the, 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 but then happen, but the, yeah, and so the we then the thing and you know this person is a Muslim, right? And, you know they got a whole nother set of laws and bylaws <laughs> that they live by. So it's like, but you know a lot of those things are very similar. Yeah, to, to, Christianity. to Christianity, absolutely, very absolutely, similar. absolutely. And Muslim, you know, they, of course they got this little. You can have five hundred wives and all that kind of stuff, but the actual, <laughs> you know, laws and yeah. what not to do. So they they. Oh, except for like you know the Satan worshippers <laughs> <laughs> you know all religion overlaps somewhere oh yeah oh, so yeah. you know it's just interesting but uh, y'all stand by cause that that podcast is coming where I that? just had to let her know oh I can't and, it, and you know this it, is the season where people are beginning to plan ski trips yes and one of the new boys in the business office came. He's, you know, planning a ski trip. And, you know, I looked at it and the guy looked at the time frame. And I was like, oh, I ain't, I'm not going to this one. I'm going to my, my people's joint. I could be free. Right. That's exactly what I said. She was like, you don't want to go to this joint. I was like, nah, I got another joint I'm going to so I could be free. So everybody <laughs> else was like, yeah, we going to that one. We going to that one. She was like, well, why don't I want to go to this one? I was like, shh. I'm gonna be free, <laughs> you know. And it, it, you welcome to come. You'd be pissed off if that's Maybe so. Not. You say. Maybe not. But um, I'm looking forward to that though. I'm yeah, having to get the good. flyers out. Good, but anyway, good, good. so yeah, I've experienced it on the job, and it's not pretty. So it's it's. Uh, but I ain't gonna take it, take it too much. I just right. said they get one more statement, and right. this is. I want to get the picture of the face. Well, for me, I, again, less dramatic than Puff, much less interesting, too. I almost <laughs> want to move on to the next question, but I won't. Um, 
Um, the only thing that I can think of that resembles homophobia in the workplace that I've experienced are some religious, primarily Christians that I've worked with or who I currently work with, mm-hmm. who just every now and then make a comment you know kind of quoting scripture and Mm -hmm. you know because they know you know my history of being very active in church and you know identifying myself as a christian oh sip you know about that's wrong you know that homosexuality is a sin don't you I'm just like what? Like you should be like, and you know, mine all, other people's matters is a sin. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I am, I've, and I've always been this way, regardless of my sexuality. I don't like to talk about religion in in the workplace. Like I just think that that is a potential area of discomfort. You know, you know, you a, a way to form groups with people. I mean, it's different if you have a, a friend that you make at work. And you know y'all bond and talk about your faiths, but just as a general rule, like I I I choose to keep that conversation very separate. It's like you know yeah I, you know I'll say like you know I I believe in you know some of that stuff too, and I'll just kind of leave it at that you know and just kind of walk away like I don't want to have this conversation. So I avoid those kind of religious conversations. So homophobia up in my face, um, comments made I have not experienced. I have not experienced in, in the workplace. I, so it, it was funny. I was on the um, bus coming home one day that I caught the bus. Yep. And it was the day in particular, but I went straight to my sister's house. Okay. And two women sitting up in the front of the bus talking. And where the bus stopped at the light, it was also a bus stop. It was a lesbian couple. You know, one real stud, the other one femme. Uh-huh. They was all hugged up. Uh-huh. Two ladies on the bus immediately. And they, they look like they could have been like 40, both of them. Okay. Thinking they divas. But they they, they was divas up, though. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so they immediately start talking. And that's what I don't understand. I'm right in their mouth because I know where that conversation is going. Because uh-huh. I peeped the whole thing. Uh-huh. That's what I don't understand. If I'm going to be with a woman. I ain't going to be with one that look like a man. I don't understand that. What's the point? I'm going to be with a feminine. I'm probably saying, what y'all even entertain the conversation for? If I, if I. Maybe a woman don't even want you. You know what I mean? It's like, y'all straight women that could just be so narrow-minded. Like, I felt like saying, don't nobody want either one of y'all. How about that? If that, you know, they just went to this whole conversation that is and they talk popular for, question. Yeah, they they talk for like blocks about it. I'm like, uh huh. And they before that they was all into their little conversation. Uh huh. They looked. I looked at them. Look at. <laughs> yeah, that's what I don't understand. I should have said no. Now this what I don't understand. Why you gotta have them as a conversation piece now? I find it so interesting. That is probably the number one question that I hear straight women in particular ask of lesbians. And that is like, why is it that if you want a woman that you get a woman that looks like a man or tries to act like a man? Or Very interesting. I guess you could do a whole show about yeah, that. It doesn't, the look does not say, does not validate as a woman. No. It would be hard or whatever, but it's, it's all with... It's on the inside, like y'all just yeah. narrow minded. Don't want to know why. <laughs> we need to talk about it's. I think yeah. that kind of ties into that opposites attract 
um, show um, mm-hmm. topic idea. So, all right, that's real. That's been good. So let's just move on and talk a little bit about why we think people are homophobic, real quick, because I don't want to delay us yeah, too long. Stupid. They stupid. <laughs> Whoopi Next. Goldberg said that's a bad word. Don't ever say stupid. <laughs> no. Um, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think a couple of the people that we've talked about tonight, in particular my brother-in-law and maybe your homophobic Muslim co-worker, um, are homophobic because they have some deep-seated, maybe not so deep. They wanted this somebody. Gay. <laughs> Um, infatuation or gay um, you know maybe they are in fact gay themselves or have struggled with that I think that that is to feel so when you feel so passionately about something to me you have that 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 mean that shows a connection that you have to that topic you finished the second now she's drank now she done drank the rest of my sangria it ain't all going I gotta swallow now it's going babes (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for you know. I try to stretch it out for the yeah. whole fifty nine point five. I know we're almost done. So I mean, but yeah. I think I think for others, I I think it's ignorance. I was gonna say for for the. I think it's like the unknown fear of the, fear unknown. Of the unknown. You know, if mm-hmm. I accept gay people, what does that say about me? It's like that whole worldview thing I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. You you know you have this ex- expectation about how men should act, how women should act, and you know. What do you think? Why you just said I, you, I agree. You just you just agree. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So very interesting stuff here. Instantly. Okay. What are we talking about next? Um, ways to combat, um, to fight homophobia. I think the best way is what you have for number one. Speak against it as soon as it happens, and especially if it's. I mean, at, at any cost, speak against it as as long as. Um, you're not in jeopardizing your life or right. anything like that. Right. But I think, especially if it's a person like a coworker or whatever that constantly do it, when you begin to speak against it, they'll be like, and that's not even just for homophobic issues, the, the, you know, the, the job gossiper or you yes. know, the rumor spreader or Saying all that me. kind. Yeah. You cut them down from the door, they be, after a while, it's like, mm, I can't even go to this person with that. So right. I'm not even coming. So that's important. Don't go to somebody yeah, else. So, hey. <laughs> Lisa ain't coming to me. Right. Yeah. Or you may, you know, with the homophobic thing, you know, I think if you speak against it in the right way, that may trigger something in their head to think twice before right. they, you know, dish that type of foolishness out again. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly and I speak out against it now, but I have not always. I mean, I can recall when I was first, you know, very much, I mean, I'm slowly, I guess, coming out, so to speak. But when I was very much deeply hidden underneath the carpet in the closet <laughs> um i didn't want to speak out against it because i thought that that would somehow reveal that, yeah. to them that oh well if sip feels this strongly about me not calling them fag she must be mm-hmm. dot 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 so i mean i i have struggled with that but then in time i'm like you know what because i do i speak out like my mom um perfect example would call asian people oriental and I'm like, actually, mom, the correct term is Asian Americans or to call them Asians. Don't call people Oriental. A rug is Oriental. Mm-hmm. And she would say, OK, OK. And then she would say it again. Well, the Oriental. I'm like, mom, what did I? 
Asian. So now she'll like when that, when she says the word Asian, she'll like stare at me if I'm around. Like, <laughs> see. <laughs> so I'm almost like a little politically correct barometer in the family, and I'm proud, like you know, to hold that sort of role because somebody's got to do it. You just you just can't talk about people, certain groups in any old kind of way. And yeah, if we yeah. have any Asian listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, yeah. but Asian people do not want to be called Oriental. Anyway, um, other thing that came up when I googled it was to come out. You know that uh, another way to combat homophobia is to actually come out um, in a safe way, obviously, um, and that certain groups research shows tend to be more accepting or tolerance tolerant rent of um being of you being gay those groups being women other women mm-hmm. um college educated folks <laughs> and that's not <laughs> i know ged folks again <laughs> and i think that that is a little bit of a stereotype but there is some truth that when you go to college you tend to have more experiences which lends itself to having a bit more of an open mind but there are plenty mm-hmm. of college educated <laughs> closed minded motherfuckers <laughs> and open minded open minded GED motherfuckers <laughs> and also Democrats people who are more liberal <laughs> in their politics tend to be more accepting and tolerant so um, very interesting I want us to hit the topic in the future of homophobia around the world and really bring yeah, in the world. We are the children. We are the ones to make a better day. <laughs> you got ice in your mouth, babes. You gonna swallow it? You ever swallowed ice by accident? Yeah. It is so weird feeling. When your chest is cold, it's going down. Yeah, feels mm-hmm. weird. Anyway, um, don't swallow the ice, people. But hopefully, this has been interesting. I have. I feel very invigorated after talking about this. I think yeah, this is a really, see. really interesting topic. Oh, you're whispering, babes. Nobody can hear you. What did you say? I can see. Oh. So, anyway, I think we're done. How big you are? I'm big where I am. I'm invigorated. You be invigorated. I be. You be. Oh, boy. All right. Well, before you go into buckwheat talk, we're going to get off this podcast. Her mouth is aghast. So, um, we have a what if. We talk. Mm-mm. What's the what if? The what if is um, compliments of Pokey Staples. Pop, 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 Pokey Staples. Hope you enjoying those books, girlfriend. And uh, Puff is going to talk about um, video games. Yes. As Madden. 2010 yes truth i want you to talk about that maybe in your solo i want you to give a review of that and also talk well, you're about not gonna set up my solo show no but pokey wants to know why you won't get a ps3 they cost too much money no they've come down in price they still cost too much money well you need to talk about it more than just one sentence so Don't tell me what to talk about pokey you gave us a what if girl in one of your emails so we are going to hit that what if here so this is what pokey said what if um you meet this woman and again she has that perfect woman thing going on 
she's beautiful she's smart she's you know y'all mesh your personalities that mean you met me <coughs> excuse me what'd you say I said that mean you met me yeah or you met me but not really because listen to the what if so but you're taking it slow sexually so let's say you're a few months into it things are great six months whatever and then you look up and it's that time the wine the champagne is chilling the Isley Brothers playing in the background living for the love and yo mm. the mood is set the I mean everything is popping she take her drawers off she got a ding-a-ling mm. she got a penis she about ready to have blue balls <laughs> <laughs> oops I ain't supposed to answer now don't I be answering what if you breaking the puff puffing the <laughs> so that is the what if mm. she's the perfect and who we get this from, Pokey? Pokey Staples. Pokey Staples. Pokey, are you speaking from personal experience? Oh no! <laughs> hey, would anybody like to share that story? Transgender. If you thought you have one thing, but you opened up the package and it was something else, holla! Oh, holla at your girl! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are people out there who are what are the words? Hermaphrodites who have female and male genitalia or characteristics intersex I mean there are a lot of different terms of course we have the whole transgender community you know I mean and people who don't undergo surgery got both going on you know what I mean very very interesting so again she is beautiful but she got a little extra (laughs) extra extension of something sticking out so anyway um we're going to hit that weather for the next show and come back with um, another topic. Something maybe a little lighter, more fun. Mm. And also share with you um, our next guilty pleasure, number four. Da, da, da. I know you guys can't wait. So until then, you can hit us up. I have, feel like I have been talking for this whole hour. Um, the email is puffandsip at yahoo.com Puff and a n d sip at yahoo.com okay cool we also can be reached on voicemail where you can leave us a message and we will listen and may incorporate it into one of our podcasts right that number is one two zero six seven 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 zero one three seven the code Seven one four nine five two two. Once again, voicemail two zero six seven 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 zero one three seven. The little special code seven one four nine five two two. You also can hit us up on Facebook. Yep. At Puff and Space Sip. Once again. Puff and is the first name. Space Sip. <laughs> and you can follow Sip on Twitter Ooh. at Puff and Sip Show. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us. I just said us. You said follow Sip. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's the second time. Follow 
a sip on Puff and Sip Show on Twitter. Watch them S's. So we gave you quite a bit. Email, voicemail, Facebook, and Twitter. Tweet, tweet, tweet. And Mouse put my space on there. Ain't no need to leaving that off. Why not? Puff and Sip Show. All right. So let's hear from you. And give us topic requests, all that good stuff. Be well, be safe. Yes. If any more listeners out there went to Atlanta Pride, holler at us. Give us some details. We would love pictures. We would love some feedback. A review. A review of anything. A blog. Dancers, strippers, a video, a picture of Uzi. Ah, you give us a picture of Uzi and you just a fan for life. I will find an appropriate song about acceptance of some sort. Um, I'll Google it and find okay. something appropriate to throw on. Thanks a lot, people. Hope that hopefully you enjoyed the show. And we're gonna go and go to bed because we yeah. gotta go to work and all that good stuff tomorrow. So we'll yeah. holler at you in a couple of days. Solo podcast coming soon. Holla, bitches! Coming to an ear near you. Holla! I like that. Coming to an ear near you. I like it. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.